threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Welcome, Cameron. <laughs> you were waiting for me to say something, weren't you? I was. What a crazy world we live in. It is. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about some crazy stuff that's happening in the whole damn world. Yeah. Right? What we are we are. talking about today, Cameron? Well, just driving over to work today, uh-huh. just listening to like local news talk about, just, this is another thing that I'm like, this. are we living in this real scenario yeah. right now where <laughs> we're a- talking about nukes again? Like, yeah, I know. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to go into more details we're going we're gonna to solve the problem yeah. of, between Ukraine and Russia I would today. stop this dicking around. We're going to get <laughs> yeah. it figured out, right? Yeah. So we just want to talk about some of the threats, some of the effects on us, mm-hmm. and some of the things that we can do right now. I mean, yeah. it, we don't know what to expect in the long run here, but mm-hmm. figured we'd go over some of those details again. So Yeah. But before we do that, I got to tell you about BattleBox. It is the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalist outdoor enthusiasts, uh, Russian war veterans, probably. I don't know. Survivors. Heck yeah. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of handpicked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but... Here's a sampling of what users received this month. Two-pound tactical nuke. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Indeed. Shipping them out. <laughs> yeah. No. My medic trauma first aid kit. We ought to send those over to the Ukrainians because they probably no need kidding. them. Poor fellas. And then we got the Wooks Thunderbird Axe Signature Edition. Yeah. It is cool. Looking. It is. All this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes, and they won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Our listeners... You're going to get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. That is trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Get your first battle box plus free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Listener reviews starts now. These two fools. Yeah. You seem to be crying. (laughs) (laughs) You seem to be crying. That's a name. (laughs) Never have I had people less qualified than these two (laughs) give me advice that actually works. These two fools have provided hours of entertainment, like 13 good practical pieces of prep advice. Mm. My basement is full of mac and cheese and coke. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got plenty 5.56. And (laughs) earthquake canes don't stand a chance against my Russian accent. Hell no, they don't. (laughs) Thanks for the show, fellas. Stay so It's probably avalanche. I don't know. (laughs) Right? It's probably avalanche. That's probably what they're saying over there right now, yeah. probably. Anyways, if you guys want to be... ballistic <laughs> missiles hit us. Yeah, probably avalanche. They should check into maybe avalanche weather at this time of year because it could be something yeah, like that. I've seen this before. It's avalanche. <laughs> Way up in the Diotlov Pass, there was something similar to what you're talking about. I don't and know. And your tongue missing is avalanche. <laughs> yes. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review and make it awesome. Yes. It's a mad, mad world. So, Cam, I know it looks like you got something. I didn't even get anything for this There's today. just so much. Yeah. Because I only, this was like really quick. Okay. Um. So, since you did, I'll do it for both of us. You're the best. Did you see the, this Russian, so, news report in Russia, and this Russian, you know, uh, anchor was given all this information. Mm-hmm. In the background, another Russian journalist comes up, and she basically says, um, 
She's like protesting the war. Yeah. She's like. Did she, she held up a sign? This, yeah. Was it that one? Yeah. yeah. She was like, the war is, is a joke. They're lying to you. I mean, brave as all get out to do that in Russia. Yeah. So, at, you know, what happened to her is that the police escorted her out mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and, and the news went on. And she went on vacation and no one's seen her since. That's, yeah. So, <laughs> Probably. The, so they, they checked in with her because. I think they came out with a new law. It's like if you know if you, if you're defiant with this mm. against this stuff, it's 15 years in prison. They figure maybe she's going. She had contacted her lawyer before this, mm-hmm. knowing that she was probably going to be in you know probably held in, at a police yeah. station, and then they don't know what happened to her. Loyal there's work no, for me. Now. There's no report <laughs> of like the police taking her to the station. She's mm. not there. Wow. So she's missing. Lawyer is Putin's cousin. Did you not <laughs> you know? You do not fight the war with me. You die. You take a tiny little How about vacation. 15 years in the ground? Yes. So that's kind of crazy news to me. I'm Maybe just like... Maybe snowboarding at the Otlov Pass, huh? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to fight for Russia? That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You die. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, yeah, it's crazy. crazy, man. It's it's all nuts. So let's kind of talk about what's happening right now, what's been happening. So Russia, if you didn't know, invaded Ukraine February 24th of this year. After denying. We're yeah. just practicing everything on the sidelines. What things you talk about? We go about? the border. We're not, we're not doing anything big. <laughs> we're just having a picnic with our tanks. No biggie. <laughs> Russia, Ukraine have better weather. We like to <laughs> practice over by them. The beaches are so fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, so they invaded February 24th this year. Um, you know, old Putin, a lot of people have been talking about he's getting old. He's getting maybe a little unpredictable, more than he was in his younger years. He may just kind of want to go out with a bang. And so this this is kind of why people are a little more on edge about this whole thing. And it, it, situations like this, they can change very, very quickly. Um, they're in, the problem with this whole thing is I just don't know who to believe. I don't know who to listen to. And there's so many different angles and issues to this conflict. And I don't pretend to understand pretty much any of Same. it. Yeah, it's um, super confusing. But I do know that they're fighting right now. Russia and Ukraine continue to fight. Um, pretty much every male in Ukraine has been inducted into the uh, the army. I think it was like 18 to 60. <sighs> you got a gun and you're now fighting. The problem is they're eventually just going to lose. They can't They can't win we this can't, war. We can't hold Russia There's nothing off. they can do, right? Um, Kiev, the capital, is now under attack. This was as of today, basically, as of Tuesday, 3-15, March 15th. Again? Yes, it's all under attack. So, um, we are using economic sanctions against Russia right now, which will take a toll on them for sure. It will take a toll on us a little bit as well. But um, this is kind of where we're at, and and it's causing a lot of havoc throughout the world. It's causing a lot of havoc with supply chains and things like that, and we're going to talk about that because... Man, so much goes. Russia is such a huge country. They Massive. produce a lot of different things. Military um, been their thing forever. What scares me too is like what I mean. Moving forward, even if this thing ends today, what what does it mean moving forward? Right. You know, so it's a it's a scary thing, and we're not doing this episode to say oh nuclear war is coming or no. Um, you know, this is going to be World War Three or we're going to have a draft and. We're just talking about all the things that everybody's kind of talking about right now and worried about, especially in the prepper yeah. community, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that there's going to be World War III. I'm not saying there's going to be nuclear war, but it's let's just say that the possibilities have ramped up right. in the past few weeks. And right? there's some like more 
you know, detail to your, you know, prepping right now. Yes. And it's a good time to really take it more serious. Because even if this war doesn't become a thing, it's going to affect all of us. And it's already affecting all of us, right? So... For sure. Mm-hmm. And so just briefly, I, I just wanted to mention like like what it means for the U.S. and why, why should we care? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's just like, you know, that's over there. Thank goodness. It's in Europe. Yeah. We don't need to be involved. You know, we're, we're, we're choking down on, like you said, mm-hmm. the economics to economics to help yeah. kind of crush Russia's like drive. And, but, you know, that's, that's the most that we really want to do. But, but what are the, what are the scary things about this whole uh, thing that's going on? Just real brief, you know, in 1949, the U.S. helped uh, form the Security Alliance, NATO. And Mm -hmm. so we're involved in that. We're part of that. And the big thing with Russia is they didn't want NATO, like, right at their border. Mm -hmm. And Ukraine was independent of that. You know, they're a democracy. They're not communist. They were a part of the former Soviet Union. Um, But, you know, Russia's like, if you join... Mm-hmm. then that's a big deal for us because you're right at our border. But then the thing is, it's like they take over Ukraine, NATO's right at their border. So yeah. then what? So yeah. it's just really confusing. And, and it involves us because we helped form that whole thing. So, you know, we had said, you know, we're, your, we're part of the defense mm-hmm. of a NATO country. Thank goodness Ukraine isn't. But at the same time, I mean, it sucks. For, I'm, it's yeah. hard to say things and not be insensitive. I'm not trying to say, I'm glad Ukraine isn't part of it. But, we're going to have to answer in some way and figure out, right. okay, Ukraine's now part of Russia or, you know, if it is, then you've got Poland and you've got like four surrounding countries mm-hmm. that are all part of NATO. Yeah. And if Russia decides to go a little bit more crazy, then, you know, we're going to have to do something. And, and that sucks. No one wants to get involved in a world war where multiple yeah. countries are involved. So. It's, it's a tough thing. And, and, and again, I'm trying to parse out who's who and what's what in this whole thing. And, I don't know. I'm not saying that Ukraine is is good and Russia is evil. There's, exactly. There's a lot of gray you in between can. all of this. I don't know what goes on over you there. You know, so anyways, I just don't want people emailing and saying, well, Ukraine's actually like this and Putin's actually this. Right. I don't care. The, the thing, that doesn't the thing really matter. Is yeah. The, the, the big thing is Russia could expand into and be at the yes. border of NATO. And For that's sure. scary. Because <laughs> as soon as NATO gets involved, like, we have to get involved. We ha- we're tied to them. So. <laughs> yeah, so the biggest piece of this that um, is an issue for us right now and probably into the near future is going to be the economy. Um, It's going to really impact it and it's already really impacted the economy. Russia is a major producer of oil and natural gas. Yeah, Tushonka is well. And um, the geopolitical conflict has sent prices of both sharply higher in recent weeks in case you haven't noticed. Um, It's also the world's largest wheat exporter. And it's a major food supplier to Europe. So a lot of this stuff that's going on is going to really affect the entirety of Europe. We're going to get affected, but Europe is going to be even more affected by a lot of this. Russia and Ukraine account for around 29% of global wheat exports and 19% of corn supplies, which is pretty crazy. I didn't think anything grew in Russia. Apparently it does. I thought it was just potatoes. That's what I thought too, yeah. It's full on. 80% of the world's sunflower oil exports. That's wow. like pretty much everything. Um, so yeah, they're 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 saying that any sort of it's a huge country. It's massive. Yes, you know there yeah. are tons coming out of there. I've already been seeing a lot of videos and things about titanium how, hip replacements. They're yeah, gonna be <laughs> how um like uh, all the different oils are, are becoming harder to find. Not like not crude oil, but like sunflower oil, and peanut oil, peanut oil. 
Yeah, that one's, you got to have that one, especially in a time like this. So um, Russia produces 10 million barrels of oil a day. It's like 10% of the entire global demand. So crazy. So it's the Europe's largest supplier of natural gas. And the natural gas is what is used to fuel their power plants and their heat, their homes and businesses. So this, it's, boy, this is a big deal. Um, The United States imports little Russian oil, about 8% of our imports come from Russia. I mean, they used to, they don't now because Biden said, we're not doing this anymore. Turn we're not it taking around. It. Turn it around. Take, Take it somewhere else. <laughs> we don't want it. Um, but energy commodity markets, obviously, they're global. So any change in price just influences everything. So oil right now is currently just barely under $100 a barrel, which is pretty high if you haven't noticed, Cameron. Because <laughs> um, at one point, what was it, last year? It was like 25 or 30 yeah, or something like that. So it, it's insane. So Oil prices affect so much in the market, driving up prices to move commodities, and yeah. only about half of each barrel of oil actually goes to gasoline. The rest of it goes to make tons of other things. So it's not just putting fuel in your car. It's getting things to Rubber, different places. Rubber, tires. Exactly. There's so many different things. Um, fuel is going to continue to rise for a while, um, but we have to look at this. Fuel's been rising before this. It wasn't just this. This just really tipped it off, and it yeah. got going crazy. So um, panic buying is now sort of coming into play. People are starting to freak out a little bit. The national average in the United States is about four thirty-one a gallon. That is a lot of cash. What are we here? I didn't see today. It's like four fifty. Uh, it, it was like four thirty-five. I think. Oh, was it? I four, thought it was higher. Something than that. like that, right around there. It depends on which which place you go to, but right around, just barely over. <laughs> <laughs> barely over the uh <laughs> national average <laughs> so, yeah, yeah just get just getting all freaked out i'm man. so mad about it <laughs> Turn into a dog yeah um and so all this global unrest it's probably going to spook american consumers they're, they're saying they're going to cut back their spending which again starts hitting the economy again because of that we're still dealing with coronavirus issues you guys we haven't even got out of this yet yeah. So this is why this kind of sucks. This may not have been as big of a deal on our economy in in other times, but we've we're getting over a two year pandemic, which was a freaking cluster f of garbage, especially for our economy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's been horrible, and so this just hits us harder when we're trying to come back out of it, trying to be more independent, yeah. like produce. It's like we don't have jobs still. And- yeah. So inflation levels uh, highest since 1982. That was one year old when they were this bad, 8%, which is not good at all. Um, most, like I said, most believe that these effects are going to be felt much worse in Europe than they are for the United States. Ukraine is a significant producer of uranium, titanium, iron ore, steel, and ammonia. Oh, dang it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh, if you're using any of that stuff, good luck. Nobody's going to wake up. You don't have no. any of little ammonia. Great. Um, so, you know, the stock market's been pretty crazy. The volatility is going to continue. Did you say there. pneumonia? Because I bet that's true, too. Yeah, they, they do export <laughs> they a lot of pneumonia. <laughs> China's the top of the list there. <laughs> they are at the top of the list. Freaking China. We're going to talk about them later. Um, many are predicting, I saw uh, uh, something the other day that they were saying a 20% price increase on food in the very, very near future. We already freaking have it. It's already way too high. Well, McDonald's we already have this is like going to a nice restaurant. <laughs> I know, it's like, dude, you want to go out for a date? We're going to go hit Can Arby's. I get the double, Arby's. the double, yeah. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Can I get the double cheeseburger, just one though? Because yeah. I can't afford the other two. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting crazy. No fries, and don't supersize, I can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, don't ammonia in that because I know how much <laughs> that is right now. <laughs> oh man, hold the ammonia. Um, <laughs> but did you say hold the pneumonia or yeah, pneumonia? Yeah, but here's the thing: this could all cool down tomorrow. We could all be just fine. But yeah. we don't know. And that's the whole point of what we're talking about is things could get... that's what we do as preppers. Yeah. It could get worse. It could get better. But we need to be ready for it, you guys. We do. And so right along the same lines as the economy is the supply chain. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, ah, the supply chain. Oh, this is getting crazy. Let's interrupt this supply chain. Let's go to Arby's after this. Uh. <laughs> um, but, you know, with everything going on, you got fuel prices rising. You got Russia basically... They're talking about just completely cutting them off of anything in the entire world, the economy. We got all these possible cyber don't attacks. don't want to screw you. <laughs> screw you. Um, we got those rising prices with wheat, corn, and other minerals. The supply chain already being stressed due to COVID. Things are going to get worse with the supply chain, especially if this war expands beyond the Ukraine. I mean, I don't even know what it's going to be like. It's going to be very, very bad. So we have to be you know, aware of all these issues and aware and be preparing like they're not going to get better anytime soon. So we're going to talk a little bit later about the basic prepping for all this stuff, but uh, we kind of wanted to get through these things that are happening now that can happen because of this conflict. Yeah. And one of those is civil unrest. Yeah. And so we're talking at home. There's obviously civil unrest at Ukraine, yep. in Ukraine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're in not Russia. all just hanging out, <laughs> yeah. like chilling. Yeah. So how could it cause that with us? So yeah. one thing I wanted to mention is, um, so January of last year, John Zogby mm-hmm. conducted a national survey. And we this is like shortly before we did our uh, civil unrest you know mm-hmm. after the january 6th thing okay the survey that yielded troubling finding a, a <clears throat> plurality of respondents 46 percent believe that the united states is headed for another civil war oh that's great and so that was last last january yeah you know and and covid hasn't made things any better for a full 2021 mm-hmm. and it's kind of settled a little and it's hard to say right now is civil unrest is kind of like yeah. calm right now. People are still pretty fired up with the election still. Yeah. Well, we've got know. another one right around the corner. I know. <laughs> great. And then we've got this. That's a great thing. Once one's over, you got another one coming right around the <laughs> right. corner. All the time. Right. Politics are awesome. <laughs> so, having to deal with COVID. Yeah. Then you've got the Ukraine-Russia situation and the inflation, like all the stuff you just <laughs> talked about. Yeah. That just pisses people off. And it doesn't gonna, make me happy. It's going to continue to just rile people up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, pirates uh, and dogs. Could a full-on war bring more civil unrest? Hmm. For shizzle, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. So, um, because of the effects above, just compounded. Yeah. You know, more and more. If we if we do get put in, you know, if it escalates into a bigger world war, God, it's a big world war. <laughs> willy willy big wall so willy big world war free <laughs> um and you're gonna have just like uh, you know like you were just mentioning earlier like with social media people are like ukraine is not that good they you know we don't deserve to be yeah. helping them yeah and russia's you know not they're smart bad. and powerful yeah. and, and putin's really wise and and it's just like you you already have that going on mm-hmm. and so it's like well why do we even need i i kind of look back to like vietnam times it's sure. like you know we don't need to be over there yeah peace everybody have peace, peace and love and, and, yeah and so you mm-hmm. have people that are on both sides people are like screw it, let's get in there let's knock them out and then other people 
it's just going to cause a greater division that we mm. already have. Um, so, uh, one thing I wanted to read this, this lady did a, uh, she wrote a book called how civil war starts. Oh, and it's actually pretty interesting, but she said, no one wants to believe that their beloved democracy is in decline or headed toward war. Um, this is, what's the author's name? Did I not put it in there? I don't see your name. Don't Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't don't matter. matter. Um, if you were an analyst in a foreign country looking at the events in America the same way you'd look at events in Ukraine or the Ivory Coast or Venezuela, you'd go down a checklist assessing each of the conditions that make civil war likely. So we've seen this with the divide with the presidency and, mm-hmm. and all that. It's just like, and and this is fueled by China and Russia. Yeah. Like they've been putting this to try and divide our country up. And yeah. so civil war is just like knocking at the door. Like people are just getting more and more pissed off Don't about everything. Don't answer. Yeah. Don't answer. So um, there's a lot to talk about there, but yeah. I just want to talk about like, what can we do now? Um, obviously you've got to take news with, you know, yeah. Very a small grain of salt, dude. News is half of our problem. It in really is this country. It really is. It's you are either on Fox News side or you are on CNN, and yeah. you're fighting each other tooth and nail, no matter what. Yeah, so, no, shut up. You're both stupid. Seriously. You're both dumb. Nobody knows what's going yeah. on. You know and what I mean? It's like reporters saying it's not that bad, and then you have reporters that are like, "No, I'm been down in it. It's mm. horrible." TikTok posting videos from other wars, and people yeah. are like, "I believe everything TikTok says." Yeah, look what's happening. That's an American tank. <laughs> yeah. It's like My daddy makes tanks. From Vietnam. I was like, yeah. man, it looks like jungle there in Ukraine. <laughs> but you just got to, yeah. like, you've got to be very, um, you, you got to be skillful We're in interpreting talk about your news. That's a tough thing to do. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be disconnected and just pretend like nothing's happening. That's the problem. I want to be. I do too. Big I time. Be, yeah. I hate it all. Mm-hmm. But I, you still got to keep up on it yeah. a little bit. Um, and then... Uh, Consider like some of the home defenses, self defense. This is for civil war specifically, and we civil unrest, civil unrest. Sorry, civil war. Well, you know, it both. But like, you go back and listen to our episode that we talked more specifically on this. But these are you got to consider a little more detailed um, preparations mm-hmm. of like probably bugging in, probably staying out of heavily populated areas. Mm-hmm. Um, consider you know building like a safe room. And that doesn't mean like you're building like an iron <laughs> fortress in the middle of your house. Be you rad, can though. if you want. Yeah. But it's like, what do you, you got to have a, a better plan of like consolidating your family into a place where you can watch each other, yeah. just stare at each other and stuff. That's make sure that everybody's glorious. okay. Yeah. But it, it keeps you safer from, you know, break-ins and, you know, if somebody comes in to, you know, scavenge or loot your house because they're, everybody's just yeah. chaotic, then you're in a safe area. Um getting some self-defense, knowing how to defend yourself, not be the aggressor, but Mm kind of de-escalate or, you know, be able to fend off any a-holes. Yeah, there's a lot of them. no karate. Karate. Yeah. Um, Go gray, man. Obviously, if you're going into town to shop and things like that, whether it be in your own hometown or another one, you want to practice those gray man skills. And then bugging in, like I was mentioning already, is just like your preps, you know, you really want to stock up on those things to stay home as much as possible during yeah. a, a civil unrest or a worsening, you know, civil chaos that could happen in your town. And if it gets worse and worse and worse, maybe you, consider moving out. You might of, have to bug out. Yeah, I don't know. 
bugging out, things. planning on bugging out if you're staying in the city or yeah. considering moving into a more rural area. So For sure. Those are real basic things you can re-listen to our civil unrest, but mm-hmm. that's a huge possibility. And it's, I mean, we obviously have all seen lately the civil unrest that already exists, but mm-hmm. this is just going to fuel it a little more. Uh, yeah. Especially to me with <clears throat> the, the whole economic situation, that's what really gets people up in arms. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. So I, I think that civil unrest is probably going to get worse and worse moving forward. I do unfortunately. too. Unfortunately. You know, one thing that can really piss people off? Yeah. Cybercrime. I hate it. Cybercrime has gone up like 15 billion percent during COVID. Yes. Because we've been working from home, going online, shopping more and more. Ask the Ukrainians what it's been like the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah. So we witnessed yeah. like a perfect example of yeah. a cyber war. Like mm-hmm. they just attacked their government, shut it down. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Anyway, um, we can protect ourselves, though. We can. There's a thing out there called Surfshark, mm-hmm. and it's a VPN, so a virtual private network that basically cloaks your IP online. You can go shopping in Russia still if you want. Yeah. You know? Yep. And it's going to look as if you're in Spain. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. It's really easy to use. Their app makes it, like, extremely easy. You just click connect, and you're done. That's you're, easy. You're you're going stealthy. I really like it for travel. Like if you're in an airport, you're in a public, you're on a public Wi-Fi. This is a perfect Church. thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dangerous place. Work. You don't want people to figure yeah. out where you live. Yeah. Not good. Stuff like that. Not good. But um, it's super inexpensive. Like honestly, if you look at all of them out there, you're going to get the best bang for your buck with Surfshark. For sure. 83% off, 24 months plus, plus three if you use casual preppers at the website called surfshark.deal slash casual preppers. That'll just put you right there. Yeah, that's what you got to do. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, just go and try it for 30 days. I'm telling you it's worth it. Yeah. One subscription covers all your devices. Done. One subscription. You don't even have to worry about to Russia. To them all. You don't have to worry about Russia attacking your phone. You don't. But Ukraine does. Yes. I mean, there's cyber attacks. Hopefully there's some Ukrainians listening right now. Yeah, so like these get Surfshark maybe. are increasingly more of an issue, these cyber attacks. Experts are monitoring Russia and Ukraine closely, fearing a volatile crisis involving one of the world's leading hacking superpowers in Russia, right? It could lead to a huge conflict playing out online. This is, this is scaring me pretty bad. Joe Biden preemptively warned Russia that the U.S. is prepared to respond to any attacks on critical infrastructure. He's like, we got Surfshark, y'all. <laughs> yeah, and academics have warned of a cyber Pearl Harbor. Coinciding with this invasion of Ukraine, Russia unleashed a number of smaller hacks starting in January when more than 70 Ukrainian websites were defaced and separate cyber attacks knocked out government websites, including the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Education Ministry. So this is part of Russia's plan, and it always is because they're they're one of the huge instigators in the, in the world of cyber attacks. They That's just like their thing. They freaking love it. They, they enjoy it. They do. Yeah, it's like playing tennis for the Serena sisters or whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Um, or Williams, I don't know what their names are. You know, um, <clears throat> one of them Serena. <laughs> one of them Serena, that's true. Depending on how this conflict goes, the cyber attacks become larger and more deadly as they go. Um, you know, and what I'm scared of is if Russia kind of gets backed into a corner or we push them enough, they decide, screw you guys, we're going to go cyber. We're going to attack you guys. We're going to attack your grid. We're going to hear your banks or your power plants, your dams, your hospitals, communication networks, you know, any of those critical pieces of uh, our physical or financial infrastructure that that's man, it would be devastating for the United States if something like that happened. So these can mean loss of power, loss of transportation systems, your banking going offline and a lot of other horrible and stupid, terrible, bad things. So 
you know, we we talked we've talked about things like Surfshark. We there, I'm going to go over a quick list of things you can do personally, but this really honestly isn't going to help that much in one of these types of attacks. The biggest thing you can do is what we're going to what Cam will talk about later is these basic preps of getting ready for one of these types of networks going down. Yeah, because that's what's re- I mean to me that is the biggest thing that Russia can do against the United States is cyber attacks. Yeah, it is well obviously nuclear war. Yes, but. No, but with, realistically, they're like, yes. I'm not going to kill you yeah. right away. Well, because they know if they shoot a nuke over, we're going to shoot a nuke over, and it's just going to be a huge yeah. damn mess. But they can do this. So, you know, think about those common sense things you guys can do. Keep your operating system. like systems. the keyboard commando. It's like, exactly. did we do it? I don't know. Maybe don't we know. did. Maybe, Maybe we, we did. <laughs> we don't know. You know, keep your operating systems and apps up to date. This will help keep you protect you from the latest vulnerabilities. Update your passwords. It's the worst thing in the world to do, but you got to do it. Um, use an authenticator app for a lot of stuff. Pain in the ass again, but you got to do it. Have those hard copies of your financial records because in a bad cyber attack, your banking systems go down. You're going to want to know or be able to show and prove what you've got yeah. because, oh my gosh, what a mess that would be, right? Backup computer files. We've talked about that a million times as well. VPN, Surfshark, you got to get it. You got to get one of those things. So anyways, cyber attacks could be a problem. Huge. You got to figure it out. And that freaks me out because it's it's like the simplest thing I know. they could do and they're masters of and <laughs> knock our grid out. That's what they're and good at, man. We will just like yeah. implode. We Can you, I mean, really the grid going down for a week in the United States is an no absolute. No TikTok for people, no <laughs> Instagram. It'd be madness. Yeah. Like I'm not joking you, madness. Yeah. For it's, one week. Uh, yeah. Uh-uh. I don't want it. No. Um, so now let's talk about the real serious, like the big dog. It's like mm-hmm. World War Three is, could yeah. this throw us into World War Three? Sure. And yeah, it could. <laughs> well, let's just be honest. It so, could. Yeah. Um, in an interview with NBC news anchor Lester Holt earlier this month, Biden acknowledged the risk of further aggression when asked what scenario could prompt him to send troops to aid, uh, Americans in Ukraine. Biden said, there's not. That's a world war when Americans and Russians start shooting at one another. For shizzle. Said that twice. But yeah, seriously, that's that's a scary, easy thing to happen. Um yeah. just just uh was it just recently um Russia like bombed uh like a, a joint naval or air base or wasn't it or something like that so that heard, had Polish uh, um, army there. So the Poland is part of NATO, you know. It, it doesn't take much for them to just doesn't oh whoops, much. <laughs> little yeah. missile shoots over the border, hits mm. you know some civilian. I swear it was not us. Yeah, <laughs> it was Ukraine rebels, <laughs> yeah. rebels. Like what was that? Um, wasn't it during uh, Crimea or whatever that they shot down that? Um, I think the Russian rebels shot down the uh, or Ukrainian rebels. I don't remember. <laughs> I they don't shot know. down that. Uh, that airline that was just oh, civilians, yeah, that's you right. know. So it's like st- something as simple as that hmm. would would just piss another country off, and, yeah, and and make them feel the threat of like, man, if Russia's going to keep going, like we're going to have to do something about it, yeah. So um, obviously, um, NATO's probably our biggest um, possibility of getting thrown into it. Mm-hmm. It's because it's like, yeah. Allies go to war, then you get sucked in. A, a attack on one is attack on all of it them. It is. And, and so, that's the bad thing about creating that alliance. Yeah. It's a great thing, but it's a bad thing because it's like, 
a war that you don't want to be involved in, but you've made these commitments mm-hmm. to these countries and they get attacked, you've got to go to war with It's them. like you don't want to be friends with the wrong guy. No. In high school, he it, gets in a fight, you're in a fight. Yeah. Right? That freaks me out. Yeah. Like, um, you know, as stupid as it sounds, but, you know, I've, I played those games like Warhammer and stuff. It's sure. like, you, you're like, either I'll take this, like, civilization out <laughs> or if I, like you know, set up a trade with them. Like mm-hmm. everybody's trading with everybody and everybody's part of something. That's why you see, and you'll talk more about this, but China and India, they don't know what to do. No. Cause they're like, I don't want to defend one. I can't defend Russia and what they're doing, but I also don't want to oppose Russia. Yeah. So they're like, ah, oh, and that's, what's scary about it. I mean, look at world war two. Mm-hmm. It, it's a terrifying thing. So, so here's a few like certain events that could trigger and move us towards a world war. Right now, you know, we've been sending things to help Ukraine. Poland's like, hey, we don't want to directly send it, so we're going to send you some planes, and we want you to send it to them. And it's just like... We're going to leave it on the doorstep. You come get it. Yeah, it's such a weird... Yeah, it's like... And it's like Russia's like, ah, yeah, that's that's the same as if you were just sending (laughs) stuff. It's like, yeah, I don't get why we're doing things like that. Like, nobody knows what's happening. You know what I mean? Right. It's like... Yeah. Come on. It's like, um... Yes. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Like, no. Um, but yeah, it's like these things could just piss the other side off. Yeah. Um, and then like I was mentioning, maybe, and you'll probably talk a little more about this, but what if China's like, you know, screw it. This is the time mm-hmm. to invade Taiwan because mm-hmm. we're, we've already been knocking at their door. This is going on, you know, it's like their, their backs, Russia and China are facing each other. So they got that covered. They can yeah. just go forward in different directions. Um, Russia doesn't stop at Ukraine. You know, they go in, now they've got NATO on their borders, and they're like, we don't want any of these borders. <laughs> and they are a powerful freaking country. Maybe Russia says, F it, let's just fly over to Alaska that's right there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, that's an extreme, but... It's a short boat rig, a swim like, over there. hey, it's an invasion, and it's not like they don't fly reconnaissance missions over uh-huh. Alaska all the time. Mm-hmm. So, scary stuff. Um, so, yeah, let's say World War Three breaks out. We had a two-episode podcast on this we did so go back and listen to some of that but here's some big things obviously a world war would throw us into some major issues with resources food um we're sending a lot of men a lot of workers so then we have a major issue with food and resources like it blows my mind now that we do have like places like mississippi and things like that where kids are already struggling for for food it blows my mind but it it's already there it's gonna get worse yeah population's already you know, we have a huge population and it's hard to feed everybody. Wait until we have to ration. And that's what we've seen in World War One, World War Two. and that'll happen. The draft, we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, a worsening economy, I just mentioned that. Job changes. Um, certain jobs may disappear. People have to move into different, you know, production, different uh, areas of work. That's happened with COVID. Yeah, and that'll sure. just worsen mm-hmm. with, uh, with a World War where you're having to shift the whole economy into working to build uh, you know, tanks and bombs. And just, just think about World War Two when they, you know, they you were rationing metals and, and rubber yeah, and like all the everything. crazy stuff that's, they were rationing. Yeah, in a country that's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we became much stronger after, after World War, that. Yeah, but this is a war. Deal, this would be a war dealing with millions of people. Yeah, like it would be huge. Yeah. Every war got worse, and and more um, more resources were expended and mm-hmm. needed, um, and then. Not to mention what would go on at home, like restrictions and curfews and martial law and things like that. Yeah, who knows? You don't know what they're going to want the community to do and, and, you know, try and guide us, a.k.a. control us. Yes. That could happen for sure. Yeah, it absolutely um, could. 
but yeah, that that's the scary thing. Uh, it really doesn't take much for something to go wrong, NATO to be involved, which would lead us to be involved, and that's a world war right there. Yeah, that's why it's a, it's a little delicate right now. It's a delicate situation. <laughs> we got we got to tiptoe around this a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know if you've noticed on social media lately, but it's sort of been flooded with creators and people making jokes as well as, you know, asking questions about World War Three and what if there's a draft? Like, that is a, a huge question, especially for those young TikTokers and yeah. people. They're like, what is this? A draft? No, yeah. you know? So we thought maybe... And there's, like, not much history being no. taught anymore. Nobody knows. So it's knows. like, we don't know what World War II was about. Yeah. Does anybody really know what Cor- the Korean War was? <laughs> yeah, nobody has it's any like, idea. It's all really confusing, so yeah. we forget history. We absolutely quick. do. So we wanted to quickly look at the draft, because there was actually a lot of people that were asking us, well, what about the draft? What does this mean? That could always, happen? I always think yeah. about that, too. I'm like, could about I actually end up going to war? The guys at work were talking about it the other day, and I'm like, okay, we probably need to at least hit this so people can understand what it means. So a draft, what what is it? It's a mandatory enrollment of individuals into the armed service. That's that's what we know about it, pretty much. That's like the extent of people's knowledge. But so, according to USA.gov, the United States military has been all volunteers since '73. But an act of Congress could still reinstate the draft in case of a national emergency. Women remained excluded from any potential drafts after Congress dropped a provision in December of '21. Today. Only men ages 18 to 25 who are U.S. citizens or immigrants would be required to sign up if there was a draft. So 18 to 25, if you're in that range, get ready. Yeah. Buckle up, buddy, because it's, it's, it's all you. Um, however, there are exceptions for the age group, including men who are incarcerated. So get yourself put in prison or hospitalized, get yourself put in the hospital or institutionalized for medical reasons. And men who are continually confined. They're to avoided. Yeah, or they, you, you're excluded. Wouldn't you just put them in the draft if they were incarcerated? I, would, I don't know. You don't want to give them a gun and just That's let them true. go wild. That's true. think so. And men they who call are, this a death blossom. They shoot the enemy yeah. and you. <laughs> that was fun. Let's go back to jail. That's about time. Continually confined. Men who are continually confined to a residence, hospital, or institution don't have to go. So drafts have been utilized many times during America's history, including the Civil War, World War One, World War Two, and the Vietnam War. The last man inducted uh, into a draft in the U.S. Army was June 30th, 1973, during the Vietnam War. In the Vietnam War alone, 1,857,304 men were drafted. That is a lot of men. Holy crap. So, is it likely that a draft would be needed for this conflict? No, it is not likely. This is probably not going to happen, but... Like we talked about, this doesn't mean it couldn't quickly devolve into something. Maybe China joins chat and here we are, <laughs> like, you know, shit's getting real. Um, but it's, it's still something to, to, to understand and know because if stuff does get real, then it is a huge possibility. So if a draft were to happen, the selective service system says it would most likely hold a draft lottery based on dates of birth. It's like the number one would correspond to January 1st, you know, 15 to January 15th. Officials would draw numbers similar to drawing numbers for a lottery. If your birth date is the first one drawn, you're going to war, boy. So um, anyways, that's kind of how it would work if it did work, but it's probably not going to happen. But be aware of it. And by the way, Ukraine has started drafting reservists aged 18 to 60 into its armed services. Basically, anybody. Russia? You're alive. No, Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. Ukraine, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. If you're a breathing human with a wiener. Yeah, you're going to war. <laughs> Even if you ain't got a wiener, you might go. <laughs> That's true. We don't know. That's true. They probably don't do wiener checks. But 
Somewhere. <laughs> what? Show me a wiener. <laughs> he sounds pretty. Show me a wiener. <laughs> I'm not from Ukraine. I just want to see a wiener. I want to see a sweet, sweet wiener, boy. <laughs> sweet, sweet. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you want one of those two, two, three? Let's go. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. The draft does. I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm yeah, like, it always does. Huh? War? Oh, what's the draft going to do? Luckily, we're old. Will they it? take me with my bad eyeball? <laughs> nope. Good. Yeah, we're too old, man. We're yeah. way too old. <sighs> you know jujitsu? <laughs> Front line, son. Front line. You'll be choking out those Russians, boy. Yeah. With those sweet, sweet chokies. Um, <laughs> so, another thing with World War Three. And if Russia's involved, mm. we always worry about nuclear war. Boy, it's like... <laughs> boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, boy. <laughs> um, no, it's like, it's... It's, it's a, a given. Perpetual. Yeah. With the Russians. You're just worried about a nuke. Yeah. Since I've been a baby. I know. That's I've been worried about Russian nukes. <laughs> I know. Right? And like, just regular local news talking about it. I'm like, yeah. wow, that, that, it, it freaks me out big time. For so, sure. So let's talk a little bit about nukes. Oh, great. Um, one of my favorite episodes. The so nuclear war really, episode. I'd go back and listen to that. For it's sure. fun. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, so how, what, what are the recent, uh, recent threats of nuclear use? Mm. So um, when Ukraine was really throwing up their defenses and everything, Russia's like, or Putin's like, High alert! Russian, everybody in the <laughs> yeah. nuke, they're like brushing all the dust off. And yeah. They're like, let's get ready to fire these. You never know. Yeah, start For no up. reason. It's like, they're the ones attacking, but then they're like, Ooh, let's get those I mean, it was ready. posturing, obviously, but it's one of those things that it freaks people out. Well, if he was aggressive enough to just, okay, mm. we're not invading. We're not invading. We're invading today. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, crap. Yeah. So anyways, a tactical nuke. I just wanted to talk a little bit. Well, okay. let me talk about, so nukes in general, obviously, um, nuclear weapons are freaky because they're just a huge, nasty bomb yeah. that has radiation involved and then long-term effects. <laughs> so it's creepy. Um, when we, we kind of talked about some of the effects, like what are the differences between, you know, we all, you, you should know the difference between like a nuclear bomb. But you've got some components that I just wanted to go over okay. real quick. There's the blast, the biggest, you know, most yes. destructive part. That's 40 to 50% of the total energy. So that's just, it hits. And the first thing you're going to get is the really high heat. So you get this flash, blinds you, that burns everything. You turn and, to ash. And then, yeah. If and you're then there. the blast comes behind that, which is the biggest effect, the strongest amount. Oh. And then, so... Let me let me take that backwards. I put it in kind of a weird order. Okay. So you get the thermal radiation. Yes. The blast super bright, fries everything within, you know, a couple like I can't remember the range, the miles. Depends I think on the, the thermal bomb, radiation, right? yeah. Um, but this causes first, second, third degree burns up to five miles away. Wow. So that's nasty on in itself. Then by the time you figure out what's going on, <laughs> boom, you get hit with the yeah. remaining forty to fifty percent of the total energy, which is just a, a leveling blast wave. Mm. And that that blast wave can spread. Um, it moves like seven hundred eighty miles per hour. I don't know, something like seventy eight hundred eighty. That's like the speed of sound, basically. Isn't it? Yeah, but um, with fireballs following it because things are on fire, and it's just like it's it's huh? you have to watch like videos of. How yeah. it works, it's like, boom, flash, you get this really powerful heat wave, and then following, you get the blast effect. And then after that, you get all the nasty radiation 
the direct radiation that's initial, and then you've got the fallout, all the dust particles, everything is radiated. So mm. that's the fun thing about a nuclear weapon. Yeah. But then they have these that were that have not been used in war, but have been developed forever. Like is the tactical nuke. So this yeah. is a really small nuclear bomb that's um, used basically against armed forces. Like you can attack like a small base, um, but you're not eliminating the radiation from it. It's still a nuclear bomb. Um, the thing that they call them is like, it's basically like a dial, dial a yield. You know, it's how mm. much yield do you want to give? Yeah. Point three. United States has um, a B-61 nuclear bomb that can release point three, one point five, ten, or 50 kilotons. Yeah. What was the SAR bomb? It was... I don't know. Anyways, big. we all know that Russia Sar goes bomba. big. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like their tactical warhead could be 30 kilotons. <laughs> yeah. Because they've, they've blasted the freaking hole in the earth and shifted the whole planet. What <laughs> Tunguska? I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so they they have threatened the use of these tactical nukes, mm-hmm. which are just kind of a smaller, isolated nuke. But still, you're going to get radiation for years. I mean, if you're going to do that, why not just do a big one? Exactly. Like, well, I don't get it. It's like, it's smaller, it's more focused, but the civilian, you know, like you lower the chance of killing kill, well they don't care about civilians yeah so they have not given a crap so far but it's like they they're limiting the spread of all that but it's still it's still going to spread miles yeah, yeah, of radiation sure. and all that so um so the biggest threat to us would be you know just a full on intercontinental missile that yeah. has a nuclear warhead and that's For not sure. a small bomb no. and so that's going to be a big dog are they going to target some of these um most likely, you know, mm-hmm. targets that they've identified. So these would be like Air Force Base. Obviously, they're going to want to knock out a military force. Um, you've got like North uh, North Dakota and Montana have some really big air forces. They're going to want to focus on those because that's mm-hmm. what's going to be able to retaliate, send bombers over, and yeah. they're going to want to knock those out. So you've got uh, Barksdale. you got the Pentagon, obviously. They would knock out that yeah. strategic you know, they take they take out the head command, and then they would go after these other air force bases that are spread throughout the whole country. At that point, when silos. they're trying to knock these out, they're just—I mean, yeah—it's just going to cause missile silos are for sure going to be a big one for them if they can get. I mean, the the thing is, is we have that mutually assured destruction, and that's kind of why it hasn't happened. Right? We, they know that if they send over a nuke. We're sending two. Yeah. I mean, and they're, they're going to send them back. A, yeah. A country that has, <laughs> yeah. They share the, the highest amounts. And, and so that's why the nuclear war isn't likely. Yeah. That's why it's not likely. But if it does happen. But if he's, I mean, he's old, he's crazy, that's he's suicidal. The that's the problem. He's like, screw it. I'm yeah. going out with the world. Yeah. Like, we're all I'm going. Taking it all with me. My name is going to be on the And you just don't last... know if he has that. He, no. he may be that freaking crazy. Yeah. So, um, What's one of the more likely things instead of sending a direct nuke to just knock us out would be to send probably one to detonate above, you know, the atmosphere or right above the United States an EMP. You don't kill anybody directly and then you just let the country destroy itself because it will. Yeah. It won't take long. And so that one scares me the most. And that's, you know, one second after read that Mm -hmm. book and, and that's a, a much more likely possibility. You can't, I mean, we may be able to still send, over some, you know, yeah. <laughs> nukes, but who knows, you know, they, they may know. have strategically figured out, let's just 
send a nuke EMP, knock out everything, then you can't really communicate, send anything else, and then who knows what else yeah. you could do at that point. Well, in that situation where it'd be a complete grid down for the United States, all the studies say in one year, 90% of people are dead. Yeah. One year. That's all it takes. 90%. And that's, that's not, I mean, nobody dies from the nuke. No. This is <laughs> just all just no power. Shutting everything down. Shutting everything down, 90% of people are dead yeah. in a year. And that's, that's more likely. Yeah. So you get the tactical nukes, but that is closer to just a massive nuclear exchange. Sure. So yep. they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm probably going to do the EMP. But there's other threats of nuclear release. You know, you've got Chernobyl that they've yes. taken control of that now doesn't have emergency power. I actually just saw this morning they did get it back onto power. Oh, really? They got it back onto power this morning. Oh, that's good. So that's something. There's a feather in our cap. Who knows exactly what has happened yeah. or been released I don't know, or yeah. like that. Who knows? <clears throat> and then um, I didn't read much about they, they had the largest nuclear power plant in Europe mm-hmm. was hit by some um some missiles right and so it started on fire yeah oh yes yeah but they haven't really talked much about like i think it was they okay. got under control yeah, i think it got under nothing control. shut down yeah. but mm-hmm. that's i mean that's a huge threat there it's for like, sure i think if i were to send a nuke i'd probably hit another nuke plant it's like let's just double send the nuke. Ready. yeah yeah one um one thing that you can check out like if you're wondering like what would be the effects of hitting at this base or this yeah. base you can go to um what was it called it's uh where you can actually see the spread of the nuke oh, yeah. and the radiation there's um, a way I don't know it what... is nuke map oh a nuke map so um just for fun um it's always I've done it and dropped the SAR bomb on Vernal <laughs> yeah let's say Russia had a whole bunch of these and they for some reason targeted our podcast yeah fireball consumed the entire town for about four miles four miles of just a fireball dang it the air blast would spread 19 miles and then the thermal radiation 45 miles and third degree burns like that's just insane like just the flash like 43 miles people just get incinerated third degree burns up to 45 and then you've got a wave for 19 miles (laughs) like it's gonna destroy everything to about salt lake you know Jeez. and then um the radiation, two miles of lethal radiation right off the bat. And then not to not to mention all the other effects that would come from that. So it's kind of cool to check out the nuke map. It tells you all those details. Like basically the little boy, the one that they dropped on Hiroshima, would take out our entire town. <laughs> I mean, it's done. And then, yeah. And then the effects of that and like what it does to weather, what it does. Yeah. You, know, you got nuclear winters from something like that. Like bad it's bad stuff. It's kind of fun to use that nuke map, though. It They're, is really cool. Somebody did that. Um, but yeah, so uh, pretty scary. The the radiation possibilities of nuclear war. Oh, it's horrible, Pretty man. slim, but I mean, you do have to consider the possibility. So um, some things, some gear, There, there is some specific things that we've talked about in preparing for a nuclear war. Yeah. Um, say you're not nuked and incinerated and die from radiation immediately and you have to live mm-hmm. in the limping world <laughs> yeah. for, you know, not probably very long. But here's some nuclear gear that you can um, look at getting to kind of advance your preps to level, you know, mm-hmm. 100. Yeah. <laughs> um, so shelter alone, you know, the big thing with nuclear weapons, if you're not killed in that blast and the immediate radiation and fireball is that you've got to stay away from the fallout. And the fallout, it, that's what's interesting to me, is like the radiation doesn't really stick in the air for very long. Yeah, yeah. It's all the debris that that mushroom cloud sent off for miles and miles. Any of those little particles that land on something contaminate it. 
So you want to keep yourself away from that as best possible. And that's usually inner buildings, you know, like examples is if you're in a high rise tower that didn't get, you know, blasted, you want to be in the middle yeah. and you just want to be as far away from any of that substance as you can. That's, that's, you know, there in, in dust, it just looks like debris and it'll just radiate you. Um, some of the gear that you can get, Kobe recently posted on the potassium iodide. Mm-hmm. So, um, the reason this is such a big deal is because it, your thyroid and your genitals are like the two areas that absorb a lot of radiation. So cancers develop in these oh, spots. Geez. There's nothing out there to protect genitals Dang it. very well. And so, um, but thyroid, like if you get a, if you get an x-ray or you get a CT mm-hmm. involving the chest, they try and cover up your thyroid yeah. and, and your balls. <laughs> if yeah. you're a man <laughs> yeah. and then pregnant, you know, obviously, yeah. but, um, the thyroid is so susceptible as it has the cellular change is so frequent that it's more susceptible to develop cancer. So you take the, these high amounts of potassium iodide will protect your, um, protect your thyroid. It's like a lot of, uh, you know, I got so many people in that video. If there's a, if there's a nuclear war, this ain't going to do you any good. You're going to be fried. Like I get it. Yeah. Right. But not necessarily. There could be one bomb that goes off 50 miles away. Right. Like it could happen. Or what if it is the EMP? Yes. How are the nuclear power plants going to stay? Yes. Producing enough cooling energy. <laughs> like they're going to melt down. And, and it's like you- people are getting pissed off that, you know, I would even suggest it, but look, it's there. Why not? You can get these. For, well, right now you can't. Yeah, but you can probably. normally get these for very inexpensive prices. They last for like ten years. Yeah. Why not get them? Yeah. I feel and better. Print having a dosing them. chart. Well, yeah. Those these those mine things. come with dosing charts. And, oh, it did. Oh, nice. Yeah. The, I have the IOSAT ones. So the IOSAT ones are the ones that are actually the only full dose that are um, FDA approved. Nice. And so those are the ones I think you should get if you can't. Yeah. You can't get them now. I mean, Especially you if you live in an area that has a nuclear power yeah. plant within a few miles. Because wasn't yep. it Fukushima when it yep. melted down? Like it was like cleaned out. You couldn't There's get it. No, I couldn't get it. And I do know that if you do live near a plant, most of the time they actually send these to you frequently <laughs> so for creepy. free, which is creepy. Yeah. yeah, I know we have some listeners that have said that that they've got. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that that and I mean, yeah, you can get it. Yeah. And so. Why not? Like, yeah, it, maybe you're blast. You get killed right mm-hmm. away. Then maybe then you nothing matters. Yeah. Why do you have video games? Because <laughs> yeah. you, you can't play them anymore. Yeah. So, so stupid not to just have some. Yeah. And then um, with masks, you know, you don't want to breathe in that crap. And you want to have whatever you can to keep skin. Like you're going to have to leave your shelter at mm-hmm. some point. Um, but hopefully want- not for at least two weeks. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's like exactly. the biggest part, right? Let it all fall. But then it's going to be just laying around. So you want to limit any skin exposure to the environment. Mm-hmm. So that that would involve like a hazmat suit. If you know, if you get real, you know, if you have the money and you have a lot of time to research, what mm-hmm. what are the best ones? That's great. But maybe you're ghetto like me, and you just duct tape, you know, a jacket, <laughs> yeah. anything yeah. to kind of limit the exposure to yeah. any of that is the best thing that you can do. So just preparing for that, like different clothing, long sleeve shirt, pants, duct tape, you know openings in any of those areas mm-hmm. um and then you you also like masks breathing in that the n95 you know yes that's not a nuclear preventable you know you're not going to prevent radiation but it's going to be better than nothing for sure yeah and that's what you're most like you probably have a billion of them now mm-hmm. you know walmart has them when you walk in the door stuff a <laughs> couple in your pocket yeah obviously the best is like a full-on gas mask with like the cbr exactly. filters right yeah and they're expensive and they're hard to find, but yeah. an N100 mask, if you can find them, you know, those are a little better. It's just the better, more highly efficient filtration mm-hmm. system, the better. 
um, rad stickers. Mm-hmm. Those are the the cards and the stickers. You want to know how much radiation you're exposed to. That's the cheapest, easiest way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the card tells you what the colors you know are. Maybe you work in an area that you already get these. Yeah, and you just you know you wear it to work, and it's giving you a radiation level. And I'll talk real quick on like the medical effects of radiation, just mm-hmm. so if you don't have like a yeah. gigometer or a card, you're going to know <laughs> just based on your... Yeah. It, one thing that like, I, I seriously, the series on HBO of Chernobyl mm. is so good. It is super good. And you can kind of see the effects of radiation on the human body. It's creepy as all get out. Um, and nuclear. Um, does this still work? Have you ever tried this? Mm, I don't know. Was um, Nucalert? Isn't it like a... I think it's an app or something that you can kind of, anyway, um, no, it's a meter. Oh, yeah. we used to, wasn't we got that the one, one from, that plugs into your, we got one from BattleBox at some point, but yeah. it was for the old style phones. So but but they have anymore. those, they have yeah. like little apps and Bluetooth things that you can plug in that detect, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different things you can do. I'd probably have some form have something. of radiation monitoring equipment. Yeah. Um, Visqueen, you know, the, mm-hmm. that, that can really isolate the inner parts of your house from the outside. So you're not letting dust blow through or anything like that. And hopefully you've already got those types of things for your pandemic preps and that exactly. I mean, they cross that stuff over. has so many uses. Yeah. They Wrap cross a over. body in it. It's exactly. contaminated. Exactly. Water filtration. Um, mm-hmm. so basically to, to get radiation out of water, you're going to have your preps isolated, hopefully down in the basement or somewhere where they're not going to be in contact with debris and dust and all that. Once that's out, you got to look to other sources and Mm -hmm. these sources might be contaminated. So a good filtration system is going to be one that can do reverse osmosis and you can buy these actually straws and things like that. Um, What was the website? Seychelle. Seychelle has some. S-E-Y-C-H-E-L-L-E. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Battlebox actually sent one, which is pretty cool. We do Um, have one. Is a straw that does. Radiated water. I think it's activated carbon is what's in that. It may be ion exchange. Couldn't find the details, but who cares? Um, yeah. If you have no other choice, at least you have one of these forms. So yeah. reverse osmosis, there's activated carbon that will remove some, and then there's ion exchange. Just do your homework here because that's obviously very, yeah. very iffy on a lot of this stuff. Get something that's high quality and, and you know it's going to work yeah. because some of the stuff I so don't know. So looking, go to Pure Water Freedom, uh-huh. and it will tell you these three and what to look for. And then they, there's a triple threat solution, which actually does all three. Yeah. It's going to be a, a, an expensive filtration system, but hey, you may be the water supplier for <laughs> yeah, exactly. your whole group. But yep. anyways, um, that's some of the gear. And then for EMP preps, Faraday items, something yeah. to protect some digital devices. We don't know much about what's going to be protected, but there's a lot of options, bags, and you know, you can build your own Faraday cage. You can go to YouTube and find that out. Um, lower tech vehicles might survive or might be able to be fixable. Yeah. Solar power energy, you know, as long as those devices don't get fried, the sun should still be around. Yes. <laughs> if there's no big clouds. Yeah. And then crank power, yeah. you know, if you're just gonna, there's a lot of different options there to, you know, power it by your own muscle movement. Yeah, we do. We did. We've done maybe two episodes on EMPs, so it might not be a bad idea to go back and refresh yourself on those. We're not going to go into all that today. Again, on this episode, we wanted to touch on all of the issues. So we're not going to get could super deep. Yeah. Kind of help a little more detailed prepping. Yeah. So a question that people have, and they've had quite frequently recently is could the USB invaded could this be you know red dawn reinvented could it actually happen yeah could the russians just paratroop 
shoot in and you know you hit the school right off the bat and kill the science teacher um <laughs> we don't know but let me tell you something an invasion on the u.s is very very difficult like a land invasion it's not easy so it has been invaded a few times in the history but no invasion has ever been able to make headway let alone occupy the for, uh, the lower 48 since the war of 1812 wow. it was a very long time ago the mainland United States has two huge borders, but it's separated from Eurasia by two oceans and has numerous other deterrents in place. Advanced weaponry. Yes. Um, it, it's so hard. Biden. So, Biden. Yeah. Biden in control. He's just got his sunglasses on, <laughs> watching out the window. It's all it takes. <laughs> Staring them down. <laughs> Sir, that's the wall. <laughs> okay. What? I just offended someone. Where's my tapioca? Um, <laughs> Don't talk about old people I like know, that. People get so mad. Um, so basically, any enemy would have to break through layer after layer of defenses and deterrence. You know, most of them are actually abroad before having a chance to set yeah. foot on U.S. soil. And that's that's the beautiful thing about the United States military, man. It's not just here. We are everywhere. We really are. It's pretty tough. So. The, the the strategy for the United States national defense is, is focused on deterrence and is focused on containment. So any invasion of U.S. territory, whether on the mainland or otherwise, would face the nuclear arsenal. I mean, that's our big bad boy is yeah. those, what, 5,000 nukes or something. I don't know how many. It's yeah. a lot. There's We have a whole bunch of them. Now I always think about the invasion thing is like um, – when you're fighting for everything, yeah, it changes. It's like sure. Stalingrad, for example, in mm -hmm. World War II. It's like, yeah, Germany had everything, mm -hmm. and they were powerful, but they couldn't. They couldn't win. No, like yeah. Russia, when they were fighting for everything and, and staying alive, it's different. It's it a whole other story. Yep, like uh, Ukraine. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Where was I at? We you know, we talked about the nuclear arsenal, right? So. There's 800 or so U.S. bases around the world that basically, um, wow. yeah, so you want to attack us somewhere? We're right, we're in your backyard, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's it's pretty tough to get past all of that. Then, you know, we're talking about China maybe coming in from, from the Pacific. Our U.S. Pacific fleet is substantial. Yeah. It's good luck trying to get across the Pacific Ocean and attack us. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. That's what they say in Sea Power magazine, anyways. <laughs> That's what I found. It's like I know, I know, China has a massive, but that they would do. that would go on forever. It would be a in huge the mess. ocean, in you know. Ocean, yeah. Not it's, to mention the Allies, hopefully getting involved because exactly. we're NATO. Exactly. So it's just very, very difficult to do that. Plus, we have what is called the Second Amendment. Um, <laughs> yeah. There is uh, <laughs> about. 400 million guns in the United States -ish. in one guy's garage. Yeah, and that's all in my dad's garage. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. That's a that's the whole yeah, that's so different. 400 million guns. There's you think only about 350 all these countries that can't people. even carry a knife unless yeah. they're going in the woods. Yeah. And we have, you know, a family of two that has 16 guns. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we this... can supply multiple like we can bring Canada in and, and Mexico and give them all they multiple guns. They can all have guns. a gun too. Yeah. So Good luck with that because it's going to be fighting militias and skirmishes and yeah. it's going to be a nonstop issue for anybody trying to come. I mean, just like Red Dawn was, right? Those, yeah. those, those kids hanging out in the, the woods and just, yeah. you know, jabbing and getting out, jabbing and getting out <laughs> yeah. and winning, right? Help me come, Red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's going to be an issue. So basically, the only possibility based to get in is the southern border is through Mexico. If it's going to happen... That's where it's going to happen. So yeah. That's kind of scary. But again, 
uh, good luck. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen. It's gonna, You're going to have to beat us another way. And you probably could beat us another way, but it's not going to be like a, a land invasion, most likely. No. So, China. Let's talk about China real quick because they're sort of a little bit of a wild card in this whole this whole thing. You know, they are kind of viewed as a key player because they're influenced with Russia and it's kind of expected to grow as their influence is going to grow because Moscow is going to be further isolated from all the Western, you know, sections yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So they're going to, that's, that's kind of what's going on here. That's going to be really bad is they're going to start. China's to, like rely on us. Yes. Rely on us. Right. We will help you. Um, we have a bunch of Chinese crap. We got Titan rain <laughs> ready for you. Um, Titan rain. Titan rain. Um, so basically China can help Russia or they can end it for them yeah, because they really there's could. nobody else out there to help them really. But most think that that China is going to continue to assist Russia as they've had such a good relationship for quite a while. Um, they had some recent congressional hearings about what's going on with China and Taiwan, right? So this is what they said at the end of this thing. It said, Beijing appears unnerved by both the strength of the world's condemnation of Moscow and the Russian military's struggles in the first two weeks of the war. But it's unclear whether that's enough to prevent Chinese President Xi Jinping from using force to accomplish his number one priority of reunifying China and Taiwan. So they think, well, they're not really, you know, they're not. They're saving their. Yeah, they're like, this isn't great. Yeah. What's going on? Because because Russia's had a hard time. They didn't just like fly through. They're making it think like, yeah, it's going to be harder for us to go to. Yeah. And the world's pissed off at Russia. Yeah. And there's all these sanctions. So maybe we need to hold on. But many believe that if Putin was able to just like steamroll through Ukraine at a real quick pace, it was all over China to be like, all right, I can do that. Let's do it. You know, he, yeah. they just did it. But um, most got think, a huge economy, and we don't have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, most think this has actually made them shy away a little bit. I hope so. It's from it's, it's it from makes sense that it would, but yeah. I don't know about those crazy but leaders. Again, we don't know. They're crazy commies. Yeah, they they are unpredictable. They do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. They don't care about anybody else. No, not even their own people. No, like, they screw do them. not. So this could just absolutely add to the chaos if China decides, hey, let's do it. <laughs> you know, everybody's already screwed up anyways. Let's just go take Taiwan. So we don't need more war right now. That's not going to help us in, in any way. Um, and so this just happened, I think, yesterday. The United States has reportedly told European and Asian allies in a diplomatic cable that China has expressed some willingness to provide financial and military aid to Russia. This was like yesterday. Citing a U.S. diplomat and Western official, two sources familiar told the network that Russia has allegedly asked for ready-to-eat meals, known as MREs, among other assistance, though CNN noted the cable did not definitely say China had provided it. So they're thinking that there's probably... Like we're doing to Ukraine. China's yeah. doing the same. It's like, yeah. here, take this stuff. Here's some food. Here's we're not going to pull trigger. Here's some money. You guys do it. Because they have nobody else to to help them right now. So, anyways, China is a big uh, piece of this. North whole Korea puzzle. has nothing to give. <laughs> no, North Korea, man, they have nothing. these large bunnies. Are, uh, <laughs> that was Russian. <laughs> that was Russian. Yeah, we're keeping our big bunnies. Yeah, that's all we got to eat. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Keep that one. Yeah, I was trying to. You can interpret that as you will. Yeah. So, anyways, that's China. That's scary, man. And not to mention, like India is like confused of what to do because they were like all like a lot of their military weapons and gear. It's all Russian. So it's like they're like we don't really want to lose that. <laughs> That's what they sound They're like. They're like our pawn shop. I know, huh? Well, they, the they sound AKs. like that on our podcast. <laughs> That's what now. they sound like. Everybody is just 
uh, rednecks from now on. Yeah, yep. we don't get in trouble when we use rednecks. Redneck voice. Are not they get a little pissy? No, they never do. It's great. Never. They're the they're the people I love. Yeah, we love. They those don't rednecks. care. They don't get offended about it. No, anything. they don't care. But um, but yeah, you know, India's. I'm not. They don't want to do anything, but yeah. at the same time, they're like, we're kind of in a little bit of a pinch, mm. and they have just a huge population. In China, massive populations, it's like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. No but doubt. yeah, um, so that's a lot of stuff, and that's there's a lot of like threats, and there's a lot of things to be scared about. So just going back to the basics of preparedness. Yes. Like, just go back to the basics. Don't worry about like getting all of your nuke straws. Like, you got to go back to the basic stuff first. But not that if the nuke straws are bad. No. But- but here's like, where your focus should be. But yeah, like focus on the stuff that we talk about like every episode. For one, macaroni. For one, don't freak out. And we're not trying to freak you out. We're not yes. trying to get you all worked up like any of these could happen tomorrow, you know. We're just we're just obviously that's what our podcast is about is preparing and, and yes. these are interesting topics that are going on right now and they they put some extra threat on us sure. and 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 we just need to be prepared, people, okay? <laughs> so stock up a little bit more. Yes. Like when you're going to the grocery store, add some more to your orders. Like this is the perfect time. Oh yes. To use that, um, use current events to maybe get that person in your family, yes. a spouse that doesn't really feel like preparing this. Like, look what's going on. Like we really should be doing more. Mm-hmm. This is a great time to do it. And things are affordable <laughs> for a minute, for a minute. So don't waste time on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great time to just top off yeah. some things, um, reassess your your preparedness plan. Number one, your emergency plan, like with oh, your man. family, with um, your your you know the other family members that want to mooch off from you. I literally just uh, printed off brand new emergency plans yesterday. That's awesome. And we're gonna go. We're just gonna read. That it. was gonna do my my thing with my family. This uh, hopefully this week mm-hmm. is to talk uh, to my kids about like what are these events that happen when you're at school. Like mm-hmm. going over all the little details of the plan. That's yeah. huge. Food and water, obviously. Like yes. go through them, figure out what's expired. Make sure it's not just 25-year shelf life stuff. Like, go mm-hmm. through some of the more basic um, uh, perishable foods. and Freezer have a better foods. Yeah, the, the freezer stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where I was like, uh, my wife's making orders. Seems mm-hmm. like every other day for Walmart. Yeah. Like, throw an extra thing of pizza, frozen pizza yep. and frozen chicken and stuff. Chicken's like more than, well, it's oh. so expensive right now. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. Um. But, the, you know, this is a good time to stock up on meds and things that are readily available over the counter. You know, your Pepto-Bismol and your Pepto. And your Pepto, make sure you have Pepto. You got to have some Pepto. And then ibuprofen and then more Pepto. Ibuprofen. That's all I'm getting is Pepto. Mm. Um, but, yeah, all that stuff's readily available now. Who knows? Things change and there's production issues. Like, like get it now while it's there. Stock up on everything. You don't need to go crazy. Just make a plan right now yes. and slowly start building and adding. Fuel, you know, consider different types of fuel, consider more Protein. economical things, maybe riding your bike when the weather warms up. Um, protein, yep. Protein's mm-hmm. going to be number one. I think the United States is 80, uh, produces 80% of the world's protein. Oh, it was 96% I saw <laughs> was the last. Was the that was somebody statistic. said 96% of protein. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who produces the other bits of protein. It's, uh, I think it's India. <laughs> Pretty sure. Protein. Yeah, it's it's natural. Um, they have natural protein yeah. over there. <laughs> but yeah, consider um getting some gas cans, adding a little gas to uh, it. Lawn mower lawn mowing's gonna be expensive this year. It is. I'm just gonna let it grow. 
Me you too. Know? My lawnmower burns through it like crazy. I'm getting one of those electric ones. I know. I had one. And if you, you know, if you don't stay on a schedule, you go on a trip and come back, it's like 10 days old grass. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, and I think work. you spend more on electricity than you do. <laughs> I'm getting the battery one. Oh, yeah. That's the a good battery idea. one. It's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to get a solar one. Yeah, you are. Tesla needs to make a, They'd be a lawnmower. Cyber mower. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, health medical. Stay healthy, get active. Maybe get your checkups done. That's like, a great idea. Like just tip, get your get your health in tippy top shape. You just don't know what you're gonna um, top you off your fluids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get a tune up. Build up your gas. Get dual fuels. <laughs> yeah. Um, finances. Obviously, um, we've talked about EMP and blackouts, things like that that could the our grid isn't that powerful. So it's like if that goes down and all your stuffs digitally in a bank good luck yeah get some cash readily available rainy day funds whatever you need you know we've talked about the amounts there you know start with 500 then try to get to a thousand and and have it where you can access it not in a bank i just grabbed another 100 bucks this week because i just it's like, a good idea man <laughs> who knows um and then you know there's all kinds of different gear drain my bank account by the way <laughs> Um, honey, I'm it. letting you know right now. <laughs> there ain't nothing left. <laughs> Your hundred dollar did it. <laughs> I got some cash though. Oh man. <laughs> um, and then yeah, you just go through some of those other items. You know, we've, yeah. we've got lists out there. You can look them up online. Get your bug out gear prepared. Mm. And then, um, you know, like Kobe had put in here. You know, be stoic about it. You mm. can't control certain things, but a lot yeah. of other things you can control. Like yeah. right now, go and shop and get your preps ready get yourself yeah. in a comfortable situation to where you don't need to worry as much absolutely um i wanted to talk about a few other things before we end this podcast one of those is what are the skills that i should bone up on at this moment good. Be- because good. of because of what's happening and one of those is frugalness you know financial skills yeah. that right now saving budgeting money really makes some sense budgeting it's higher prices on everything coming it's going to be tough and uh you need to to be aware of that and you need to figure out a way to combat that and being frugal and financially uh, smart right now is going to be super duper important. So think about that. The next skill would be communications. Um, I, it's just right now and going into like crazy times like this, getting good information. We're going to talk about this in a minute, but having good information is so critical. And so worrying about, you know, ham radios, two ways, emergency radios, emergency plans, all of those things, bone up on a mall, make sure everything is in tippy top shape. Like Cam said, the next one is firearms and shooting, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cap gun. Yeah. Um, who knows? That's that's all I'm saying is who knows, and it's a great time to make sure. You have sure. that nice gun that you've never yeah. shot, don't know how to use it, mm-hmm. you probably should try Make it. sure you've got ammunition and all those types of things, and not just for like a World War Three situation. I'm just talking about economic downturns pri- and yeah, civil prices, unrest. Bullets, and, I don't even know what the prices are right now. Yeah, I don't know. They've been so crazy. Mm-hmm. So just think about that. Gardening. Holy crap, what a great year to start gardening if you've never gardened or if you've maybe just done it a little bit. Let's amp it up a little bit this year. Get some radiation-proof seeds. Yeah. (laughs) They're hard to come by, but you can get them. Um, Get the plants that thrive in radiation. Yeah. Don't know what those are. Zucchini, I think. (laughs) Probably wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One plant produces like 700 pounds of freaking zucchini. But, you know, food prices going up and all those things – it's a great time to grow some of your own food. And there's so much great resource online. There's all these 
all of these women preppers in the media these days on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok, boy, they are so good with this they stuff. Are they super are good. so and damn that's good. The thing it's like, yes, they're so good with. They're so good, and so I've been trying to learn from them. It's the uh, hardest stuff to learn. It's really hard. Like yeah. you have to. I'm I'm saying that as in like it's a skill that you have to like practice and do all the time. Try absolutely. So think about gardening, and the next part of that is livestock, maybe chickens or rabbits or goats, whatever it is. Great time to... Uh, did you get rid of your chickens? I did actually oh get rid of my, my chickens. Oh I know. My. But my grandpa's got extra. That's one day you lost <laughs> for food. My dad, my grandpa's got so many eggs, he <laughs> can't eat them. Really? Like, yeah, so I, I've been stealing eggs from him, or we've been, we're going to go steal some eggs from him, so that's great. Um, it's Easter every day at grandpa's. <laughs> it really is, man. And the last one of these is self-defense. Cam talked about this already, but maybe civil unrest is coming. Everybody's kind of on edge. There's a little more friction day-to-day in our daily lives when stuff like this goes down. So just, you know, think about your self-defense. It's a great thing. you and your family. That's right. So I wanted to specifically call out information and news right now because this is something that I've been worried about and trying to figure out how to talk about because it's so hard to get good information, good intel, good information, what's going on. I I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you for this question. The sources I thought were great have yeah. been sucking like they like, just all of them suck the problem is is this is what most people do is they stick to their partisan news source if you're left wing you're at cnn you're at msnbc true. if you're right wing you're at fox news and you don't really go out of that lane this is where you're staying and neither one of those are going to give you the full unfiltered picture of what's going on um you know and also Official sources from both sides of this conflict, like, you know, officials from Russia and officials from Ukraine, they're going to be feeding out propaganda no matter what, what whatever's going to help their side. That's the information they're getting out. Right. So where do you trust there? Um, you come back to prepper media. So on YouTube and Instagram and, and TikTok or wherever it is. Who do you trust there? Because I'll tell you what, man, some of the stuff I've been seeing lately has been so bad. Like just clickbait title after clickbait title, trying to get you to buy their gear and their food or whatever it is. And like, I get it. We do the same thing. We want you guys to, to, you know, to go to our sponsors, but I I just hate, like even this episode, we were like, do we really want to do this? I know. Cam and I debated about this over and over because it's like. People are gonna tell that say, bomb just went off. <laughs> um, people are gonna be like, "You guys are just like, I know. you know, spreading clickbaiting, clickbaiting, spreading propaganda." But like, really, it makes sense to do this episode. I mean, we're trying to do it in the best way without being super clickbaity. But there are yeah, you're some fence riding douchebags. <laughs> I know, oh, exactly. That's so true. <laughs> but there are some, especially on YouTube, that are just so bad. Like it is like yeah. clickbait. Like every day, this is it. The world's ending. <laughs> Never mind. It's ending today. Yeah. Never mind. This is the like what it, they didn't tell you is going on. <laughs> oh my Russia. gosh, it is so bad. So um, be, just be really careful about what you're doing there and how you're getting that information. I did want to give a shout out to a YouTube channel that I've been watching a little bit lately, and I almost never watch prepper YouTube channels, but it's City Prepping. Hmm. This guy is really good, and he's like really level headed, and I like I just like the way he approaches it. There is, there's no somebody mentioned that on. Uh, Reddit? Didn't yes. you see it on there? Yep. City prepping. Huh? Yes. That's very a good. good. One. The couple of weeks I've been watching him, I, I think he's great. And he's pretty chill. Um, and he does his best not to be clickbaities. Anyways, go check him out. He's got some really, really good stuff. But as far as where to go and how to get your info, I really think the only way to do it is to sample stuff from all over, 
bring it all together and try and make your own informed decision. There's no... That's how we build the podcast. It like, is. A lot of our information it, uh-huh. that comes from all kinds of sources. Yep. The only thing that pisses me off is when I click on them, it's like subscribe to I get know. more of the article. I'm like, yeah. F you. F you, yeah. Never take all of your news and information from one side or one source. It's just a recipe for disaster. You're yeah. not getting the full story. I don't care who you are or where you're getting it. Always keep your emergency alert apps up to date with the alerts on... It's a good time to make sure those are happening. Make sure your emergency radios are charged. I don't ready. have a phone. I'm a prepper. Ah, that's right. Russia's going to take over after phone. an EMP, right? <laughs> you know, don't get too excited, but don't completely stop watching what's happening. You got to just kind of find your happy medium. Things are ramped up. There is no doubt that this is a good time to pad your preps. It's a good time to raise your level of awareness, but you don't got You don't have to go nuts. You don't have yeah. to be these no, people it's great. freaking yeah. the flip out, right? So. Great news. Great news, yes. A few other quick little things. Update and review your bug out plan. Now is a good time to figure that stuff out. Have several final destinations as well as routes. Update all your kits, your bug out bags, your get home bags, your EDC kits, uh, your bug out vehicle and those kits. And last thing, you know, when we're talking about bugging out, go uh, subscribe to bugging out the podcast we just released and all that. <laughs> no, it's true. Like I, really? I learned stuff from that and we've been podcasting for what, four or five years, Yeah, four or five years. Yeah. And some of the details that the experts yeah. in those areas had said, I was like, geez, I didn't think about that. Like mm-hmm. how important it is to carry like a bladder, a water bladder. Like, yeah. Cause you can travel with it. You, you don't have to stop and carry and keep mm-hmm. filling something up. Like, simple as that. So Yeah, there's great stuff there. So, I just, you know, the information is tough, but do your best to find the sources that you trust and don't just rely on that one source. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's like the whole shebang. That's the Russian war. That's what, that's what we have going on. Those are the effects that it has on us personally. And those are the things that we can kind of try and do to mitigate those issues, right? Anything yeah. else on that, Cam? No. Use no. it as a motivator. I mean, it's yeah. like... It is freaky, and mm-hmm. and don't get all worked up over it. Like, use it as like, this is a good time to work on things. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but today's podcast is brought to you by TacPack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful, professional-grade stuff inside. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS and get a free separate bag sent of EDC gear along with your first month's TACPAC. Head to TACPAC.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. And speaking of the subscription boxes, we have the latest battle box. How excited are we, Cameron? We're pretty excited, aren't we? Super excited. Mission 85. The first item in the basic box is the Storm Safety Whistle. Right? Cam was blowing that sucker earlier. It is so loud. It is so loud. Oh, gosh. It is so loud. Ouch. That hurt. Holy crap. It's cool looking. It is, yeah. It's freaking loud. I'll give you that. Compact Provisions BP5S. This is um, some uh, food. Five-year shelf life food. Right? Done. 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 Yeah. You got all your food you need right there. I'm glad I have that. To be honest, I saw that in the box. I'm like, oh, awesome. I'm going to add this to my preps. Seriously, the MRE stuff is, you know, it's not something you want to like eat, but it's so nice because it has all the stuff you need. Yeah. You just throw it in a bag or something. Then you have the Harlow Road candle. This is a citronella anti-mosquito candle. I hate mosquitoes. I hate them. Damn And I love the smell of citronella. It smells so good, huh? Then we have the My Medic Billy Band bundle. Billy Band. Billy Band. Um, I actually used this um, on my in my truck the other day on my Gray Man Tactical, and I put on a uh, what did I put up there? Uh, Medical fire kit? extinguisher. Oh yeah, like that. yeah, cool. pretty cool, huh? Those little straps and stuff that they've sent, like. Mm. I'm always like, man, what's this? And I've yeah. ended up using like all of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you go to the advanced box, and we have the Lucy Pro Outdoor 2.0 Lantern. It's pretty cool. 
That is pretty cool. Yeah, it's one of those like solar powered uh, suckers that blow up. Pretty rad. Stands 150 pounds of pressure. Yeah, that's pretty durable. It is. Yep. And then we go to the Pro Box, and we have the Mimetic Trauma First Aid Kit. That's pretty rad. Yeah, this these things are. It's loaded. Badass. I like how organized it is in there. The I really like the the bag itself. It's really well thought out. I thought. That's one of the biggest parts with like med kits is like if it's just a big pouch of unorganized crap oh, where yeah. you can't like put it in little mm-hmm. straps to hold it in place. No use. But it's like a true like trauma first aid kit, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then we go to the Pro Plus, and it is the Wooks Thunderbird Axe Signature Edition $80 value. Heck this is yeah. good looking. Everybody wants a hatchet. Yeah, hatchet. And that's great for your preps for World War Three. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. So, anyways, that's the latest battle box. Use our code Casual Preppers, and you're gonna get a free freaking knife. That's dumb not to get one. Yeah. All right, Cam. Anything else? No, that's it. That's it, isn't it? Surviving that, everything. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. But thank you guys. We appreciate you so much. Appreciate you guys who have subscribed. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, go freaking hit subscribe. Go subscribe to Bugging Out, the other podcast. It's coming out next week, episode one. I'm nervous and excited, and excited for you guys to check it out. Right. All right, guys, stay survived.